0: hey that's uh that's pretty good 113 to 95 the raptors defeat the sacramento kings at golden one arena late start in this one 10 p.m eastern got in there late did their work early (laughs) they defeat the sacramento kings quite handily i would say and one of their best defensive performances of the season there's some matchup stuff that goes into that but outside of that i think the compete level and the attention to detail was uh, much better than we've been seeing as of late. The ball moved a lot, like a lot on offense. Um, once again, Scotty Barnes being used as a screener and a downhill decision maker helps move that along. And yeah, a very, very impressive performance from the Raptors against the Kings. This is the Raptors' Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk. And it is, of course, brought to you by Goldfinger Law. And hey, shout out to Goldfinger Law. You know why? Because if you go with them, you only pay... If you win, the, you know, the upside of that is pretty obvious. You know, if if you lose, you don't have to pay. So that's pretty good. So if you're interested in that, contact them at 416-730-1777. Okay. 113 to 905. The Raptors holding a team to 95 points is very impressive. Holding one of the NBA's best offenses to 95 points. Very impressive. They had a lot of length to throw at the Kings in this one. They didn't play a lot of bench. Once again, We're looking at a team that they play their starters heavy minutes, but you look at the minutes that were played in this one. 38 for Scotty, not that's a lot. 34 for Pascal, just a smidge under 35, I should say. Still, you know, a a decent chunk, but way lower than he's used to. Gary, 36. Fred, a smidge under 38. OG, 31. So that's pretty good. OG playing 31. Pascal playing 34. That's because Precious goes to 28. Chris goes to 22, and Wancho goes to 11. Wancho not quite having the game that Chris and Precious did, who were both really phenomenal. So we'll just leave Wancho as a footnote in this game. Uh, not, not very impactful, but that's okay. Um, Pascal twenty six eleven 26, 11, 7. Fred, 17 points, 4 boards, 5 assists, 4 steals. I mean, a lot of steals across the starting lineup in this one. 2 for Scotty, 2 for OG, 2 for Pascal, 1 for Gary, 4 for Fred. The Raptors had 12 of them in this game and, and turned Sabonis and the, the actions around Sabonis over quite often. This is the big thing. Whether it's Precious, whether it's Chris Boucher, Barnes, Ananobi, Siakam, or honestly, Gary Trent and Fred, who both have really good hands poking, prodding, getting in the mix. These guys in these dribble handoff sequences and post entry sequences and high post, not necessarily low post, but the Kings want to use the Modesta bonus as their hub the raptors are uniquely and i mean that they are uniquely gifted and um presented as a team to gum up other teams that want to rely on dribble handoffs and post entries it's why og and has a seven steal game against denver it's why scotty and og had a massive game in denver last season uh, against Jokic, right When you rely on getting the ball to a big, the Raptors can double on the catch if they want. They can hang a guy over in the lane to contest those post entries. If you want to rely on the dribble handoffs, the Raptors can switch those with length, can gum them up, can send guys up court to kind of defend those actions if you want to try and lob the ball in. They have the length to backpedal and to keep that away, especially if you're running it with guards. The back cuts aren't going to be as meaningful. They gum these actions up. And in this one, not only did they have the, the talent and the length to compete, um, but but they had the attention to detail, as I said. So really getting out in front of the Kings offense, doing a fantastic job of redirecting cutters, redirecting the dribble handoffs, and just blanketing Sabonis with two sets of hands. Um, a set of hands, not, not two hands, two sets of hands, at the very least, every time he got the ball, and making sure that the obvious passing angles weren't given to him and that if he was going to pass out, it would be for no advantage gained because the Raptors could clear and cover that space between the two. Some of that is a poor job of the Kings creating the spacing, not the best game of cutting from them, but it's also just the Raptors being very frustrating, very active, throwing a lot of length, a lot of speed out on the court, and doing a fantastic job with it. Another game, too, where we see Precious Achua getting more reps as a pick-and-roll roller. Last season, we saw Precious have his most successful offensive stretch as a guy who was popping out, hitting threes. I've said this stat many times here, but after the All-Star break, he was, I believe, 44% uh, on catch-and-shoot threes. And, and I think he was taking 3.9 per game, which is a lot and a huge boon for the Raptors' offense. It also you know, introduces like his pump drive aspect of his game. He had a few of those tonight. Man, that one dunk, really nice. You know, some of these drives to the rim, really impressive. But the finishing on the roll, the composure, finishing with both hands, finishing through um, uh, traffic, really great to see. Josh Christopher, uh, Nera, actually Josh Christopher on Twitter. Josh Nera, fantastic scout, has been on the Raptors Republic YouTube channel, breaking down Scotty's film with me. He highlighted a drive of Precious's that was just fantastic. At Josh Scoutum on Twitter if you want more insights like that. But yeah precious very impressive Boucher very impressive all the bigs everybody in this game honestly you don't play this kind of defense you don't hold a, a very good offense to 95 without getting those contributions across the board really really impressive and and I think Scotty and, and OG especially deserve a ton of love for coming out in this game initially and really giving Sabonis a lot of trouble. Scotty. He's he's so good at catching up in some situations, and he can be overzealous, but he he figures his way back into stuff um, more often than than you would think, given his uh, position, I suppose. And so very impressive there. And the ten assists to one turnover, this is a uh, very much a, an ongoing thing. And one of the coolest things to pay attention to is that Scotty's being put in these positions where it requires pretty rapid processing. He's getting the ball on the move. He's making decisions on the move. The Raptors are triggering cuts when he gets the ball. They want to have the floor and the ball moving at the same time. They want to confuse teams and they're trusting Scotty to make these reads in quick time with everybody moving the defense and the offense and to find plays. And they're expecting him to do that without turning the ball over. Very few NBA players can do this actually, and especially if Scotty's size And in this game, 10 assists to one turnover. Some of them, easy passes to make, sure. A lot of them, manipulation with his eyes, with his body to set up a pass elsewhere. Some of them, you know, him making sure that he presses the defense so that they rotate so that he can make the read he wants. But basically the Raptors are just getting him the ball. Some of it was initiation. Some of it is getting it afterwards and making a great read as a guy on the move. And he continues to do that. It's very, very impressive. It's not the it's not the role that some people had envisioned for Scotty, And I think that's fine because he's excelling and there's plenty of time for Scotty to grow his game in a million other areas the same way that there was last year when he was doing interesting new things. This just makes him more capable and versatile going forward. And for now, I mean, you're succeeding at something. Which is great you want to succeed at stuff so that you get a defensive response to what you succeed at so you get to see more permutations of the defense and you get to make more high-level reads and you get to have more attention and then you make those reads against that attention and then your brain starts recognizing things and then by year four or five in the nba you've seen a lot of stuff in a lot of different roles and you're like a supercomputer and scotty certainly seems on the way to to do that pascal some really good drives in this game but once again it's a guy who He's getting to his spots, 10, 11, 12 feet, bump, turn, hit that little fader. And it drives a lot of his offense right now. When he had Keegan Murray on him, he kept going to that. And he obviously was feeling it tonight. Not not to mention like hitting threes early on in this game. He finished two for eight, but he hit his first two, which (laughs) means he missed six in a row. But that's fine, I suppose. OG, a pretty quiet game, as has been the case for some time now. His offensive role has been pared down. The only really exciting thing that he did was pump a guy kind of out of his shoes, put one dribble down, hit a mid-range jumper. But otherwise, he's he's relocating, um, kind of matching drives and making sure he stays open, has a release valve, hitting threes. He was three for six tonight. And his defense was phenomenal. And so this is a small role for OG, smaller than he would like to be certain and smaller than it was at the start of the season. And he was having success in different uh, areas of his game to start the season. So something of note. But the Raptors offense has been fairly good in January. I'm pretty sure it's up to ninth in the NBA now. Their defense has been bottom third for a long time now. Their offense has been in a decent spot and continues to get better and better. The more that I would say, man, established rules. Are kind of you know they've established more concrete roles. The Raptors are leaning harder on certain guys to do certain things, and they're saying maybe don't deviate from this as often. Move the action on to like do what you're meant to do here. Move the action on to this spot. If it's overwhelming advantage for you, make the play. But otherwise, we're going to put guys in spots where they succeed. And the Raptors, one thirteen doesn't like. Pull your hair back or whatever it doesn't drive you crazy as the opposing coach saying oh our defense couldn't stop anything but 113 is a good spot especially if you only allow 95 and you know just having gary kind of he has a little floater where he puts two dribbles down takes a a, a hop step into the lane finishes there fred a lot like a lot of great off ball movement um some like a sham god here a shimmy and a shake here and getting downhill holding on to the ball a little bit too long on a couple occasions too sure but the raptors it seems like the hierarchy offensively is a little bit more clear and they seem to be benefiting from it also just in general having fred shoot the ball better but that's mostly lately in regards to Fred. I think he was two of nine tonight. And um, Gary, two of six, Pascal, two of eight, right? Like the Raptors, they only shot 30% from three. This was mostly about them getting downhill and getting to spots in this game. And especially having Pascal, and they, they only shot seven free throws in this game. Seven. That That is so absurd. Seven free throws. And that's the, I, that's the second game that it was just crazy, right? Against the Celtics, they shot like uh, 7-2, I believe. It's just not many free throws going on lately. So anyway, the Raptors, gang downhill, hitting some mid-range shots in this game, getting to the rim as well, though. Precious you, Chris Boucher, you know, Chris hitting hitting a three or two, right? Doing a good job there, but also Precious. We talked about the role. Having that where the Raptors have made that a more concerted effort of theirs on the offensive end is to utilize a role man more often. I don't know if that's been hammered into guys, when I asked Nurse about this, you know, I guess a week ago, maybe a week and a half, he said that this was something that they actually started doing. And in his answer, he made it seem like the pop and the roll was more of a read for the players. Like that isn't something where they tell, I guess, Chris or Precious or or Kim or whoever, like, hey, this is what you do on offense, you know you roll, not, not exactly that. You're going to go get the ball every time, but you roll, maybe you draw a tag. Maybe that creates like you can shake up from the wing and there's an open three or from the corner. And there's an open three here. Like this is what we want to make defenses think of when we run offense. I'm not sure, but the way he talked about, he's like, we're actually rolling now made it seem like that was out of his control, which I thought was a little bit odd. But if they're just walking guys out there and saying like, make the read in our motion offense, if there's a screen and roll, you decide what's what's better, the pop or the roll, And maybe guys were continuously deciding the pop. And that wouldn't surprise me, given the guys on the roster. But also, it's a little bit surprising if that is how the offense was being called. But the roll has been very, very good lately. And Precious and Chris tonight, particularly Precious, hell yeah. But more than anything, just the the defense, once again, the Raptors, a tremendous effort on that end of the floor, like staying connected through some switching, uh, scram switching, I should say, staying connected at the point of attack when they're showing a lot of length at the ball handlers, and then also making sure that they coordinate properly when they're sending that help at Sabonis, that the corresponding, like everybody helps. One guy goes to help, but everybody helps by managing the lanes that open up by zoning up where you're supposed to because the guy left the spot, right? Like, the guy's doubling Sabonis, but the guy behind has to zone up his area and has to manage splitting the difference between the two players he's on, right? Like, it's, it's a five-man sequence, and the Raptors did a really good job of that tonight. I don't know if they'll continue to do a really good job of it. Precious playing heavy minutes has been an absolute boon for the defense. I think everybody's noticed that. Stay tuned, raptorsrepublic.com, for a piece on it. By Makai Bruce, which I think will be fantastic. And um, yeah, it's just it's just been is a fun game to watch. I enjoyed it immensely. The Reggie Evans Award, I'm going to give it to Precious, man. He hustled his behind off. He gave it his all. And uh, while it's not like this huge rebounding night or anything, I think it's pretty fun to give that award to Precious Achua. Reggie Evans, very proud of Precious tonight, I would hope. Top quick reaction comment is from Arshdeep Singh, quote... Always nice to see us win. I'm glad the Wizards and Magic also won, and I'm hoping for a Lakers win against the Spurs. We still have the sixth worst worst record in the league and only two and a half games back of a bottom five record. LOL. Precious has been insane. I think he needs to become a starter, and I expect at least one of Freddie or Gary to get traded so I can see Precious becoming a starter unless we end up acquiring a really good big. Scotty with only seven points, but 11 assists to just one turnover is insane. He's such a great playmaker at such a young age. Strong defense and offense clicked despite only shooting 30% from three. 29 total assists as a team is awesome. Kings are a good team, and we won by nearly 20. Good, fun win, end quote. Okay, so there's a reason that I was, I had this thing with Nick Nurse early in the season where he was talking about Precious's defense, and I watched the defense pretty closely. I I think I understand the Raptors' uh, guiding principles defensively. Now, I don't know it specifically in excruciating detail that like if they're doubling on the catch and the guys on the weak side does the guy above the break try and split the difference between the man one pass away and the guy in the corner or and then you have the other guy tag the guy in the dunker spot or do you just leave the dunker spot expect that the guy getting ready to double on the catch can backpedal but i don't know what the responsibilities are to that degree but i think i understand them pretty well and and Precious got blowback from Nurse publicly about his defense that I didn't understand. And I thought the way that Precious was being used or the lack of minutes he was getting, I didn't understand. And before the season, I said that Precious should start. And because the defense needs him. God, does the defense need him. It's it's very clear how important he is to the Raptors on that end. And you have to try and expect the Raptors... To you just have to play your best players. Now I, I in my perfect world, same as you are, Steep. Precious is starting. I don't know how the Raptors get to that point, but he is. I'm just glad he's playing a lot of minutes. And as you said, we we made a couple of the same points. You know, you could do this podcast, R Deep. I'm sure. Uh, the you know the ten assists you have eleven here, but I'm pretty sure Scotty finished with ten. Maybe maybe they updated it and on NBA.com, but. 10 assists to one turnover, 11 assists to one turnover. It's crazy. He's making great reads as a passer. And I, I have the same trepidation about that improving record as you, steep. The podcast is yours. Feel free to come claim it whenever you please. Listener, thanks for listening. If you were listening to this on YouTube, uh, like the video, subscribe. Make sure, most importantly, go to raptorsrepublic.com and subscribe so you can see all my written work, all of Lou Satsman's written work. And if you're listening on the podcast channel, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you letting me chop it up with you. And uh, yeah, if you got into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye.